0: reached your destination welcome to harmonic headspace music for your psyche let's do this all right happy sunday welcome to harmonic headspace this is the icing to the cake that is your weekend uh i'm here with my buddy keith from jersey what's up and so happy to have Keith in here because we've gone to shows before, um, and we are not completely locked on the kind of music we both love, um, which is great because he teaches me all about what's going on in like other necks of woods. Uh, and I look into it and I read into it and it's real stuff. Um, the people have like real followings. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. Uh, but, uh, he, the the stuff he tells me about, like um, on a on a January day, I'll hear great stuff about in like February, March, April. I'll be like, oh my god, Keith knew about these guys a long time ago. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think you you're plugged into the music scene and you know a lot about things that other people don't know.
1: I would hope so. Right. I try to. From what you're saying, I better. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very strange thing, listening to music the way we do. You listen, from what I've been seeing, a lot of the more popular yeah. 1990s, 2000s music, which I still love. And mm-hmm. I'm going to keep my man card by saying I still <laughs> love those groups from the <laughs> 80s, 90s, 2000s, mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses, and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But I, lately, I've been opening my ears to more independent
0: yeah. music. Yeah, Totally.
1: I'm not sure where you want to start with, but no matter, but what I go for above all else is I like to have the lyrics going. I like ah. that. It means something
0: yeah. to me. Cool.
1: I love that there is a melody and that it changes and that some of the bands that I like sounds like things that we've heard before mm-hmm. and they just took it to another level, yep. but we'll go there when we get there.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about the show because I know I'm going to learn stuff. Um, and uh, I, I, Talk about this uh, this metric a lot when we when we have shows um, because what we try to do is even with the commercial successful stuff that we play all the popular stuff um, like we won't play the hit that everybody knows and so when I get in and I load up my shows uh, the more stuff that I load into the this uh, database of songs where they're not already there. I know it's never been played before on this, in this station, which is cool. So, um, you know, a lot of times uh, Astro and I will be like, hey, you know, we, we had like 10 songs newly uploaded. So we feel good about that. Today, um, almost all the songs were brand new. So that's cool. A lot of them that are going to be new for me, a lot of them going to be new for you, the audience. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, let me tell you about how to talk to us. Um, We have the A-Brews listener line at 617-829-9283. You can give us a call and uh, make requests, talk to us, tell us we're assholes, whatever you want. (laughs) Uh, And then we have the text line 617-764-9283. So, that's for texting uh, if you are shy. Uh, but either way, get in touch with us and let us know what you think. And uh, so, yeah, like I said, the show is, is about indie stuff, um, but it's also going to be uh, bringing in a lot of local stuff, um, and which is a lot of it's unsigned. And some of it's just going to be like um, other types of bands that don't follow the... The same commercially successful arena rock um, popularity thing uh, that we used to listen to, Keith and I used to listen to when they were just getting out. And then, okay, maybe they're famous now, but, you know, we can't be perfect here, right? (laughs) Not at all. Uh, All right, so um, let's jump into our first break and then we'll talk about it when we're done.
2: Someone simple I thought I was strong, but you were just best me I've opened my eyes and lies, and now it is clearer to me You are just a user and an abuser, leaving vicariously I never believed that I would concede and get myself blown asunder You strung me along, I thought I was strong, but now you have pushed me under I've opened my eyes and lies, and now it is clearer to me You are just a user and an abuser,
3: and I yeah.
2: I'm playing you at your own game. I'm cutting you out. A shadow of doubt is gonna hang over your name. I've opened my eyes. I see your disguise. I will never see you the same. I know how to win before you begin. I'll shoot you before you take it in. Now I'm coming back. A counterattack. A psychological war. I'm cutting you in. I'm under your skin. Now I'm gonna settle the score. Open my eyes, I see your disguise and we'll never see you the same I know how to win before you begin, I'll shoot you before you take aim
0: Yeah, I bet Jack White just dropped the mic. He rocks in every way. He's ridiculous.
1: The way he plays, it's insane. Yeah. I just can't, I can't get enough of him. No. I wish his voice was a little better.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like
1: a lot of music that I seem to like, but no matter what happens, the way he plays a guitar, I just can't put it down. I can't stop listening.
0: He's so out of bounds with what he does. You know, like his vocal lines are like, they just. Pushed boundaries no matter what he's doing. Guitar. uh, uh, I mean, even his videos. I don't know if you saw the Lazaretto Lazaretto video, this one here. Definitely uh, different. Where it's just like he spits at the camera like three times. And it's just like he's just crazy out there. But respected as a guitar player.
1: Respected beyond belief. What? As we were talking about Jimmy Page. Yeah. The Edge. Yeah. As they're picking three people to do a documentary about the greatest guitarist of three generations. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Page, obvious. Mm Mm-hmm. Then you add in the edge, which for yeah. me is right up there. Yeah, and then you add in <laughs> Jack White. There yeah. you go. Yeah, kind of trifecta.
0: Yeah, and he's he's just so different though because he's he doesn't like you don't see him strumming chords, you know. He he's like he riffs everything out pretty much. I mean, he does sometimes, but he riffs everything out, and it's just loud and in your face. And uh, it's just his music has its own attitude. You know,
1: attitude He's sticking it in your face. It's yeah. like, listen to this. You're going to love it. And if you're not going to love it, you'll make a damn anthem out of it. Yeah. Like Seven Nations Army.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Back when he was in the White Stripes. Uh, so this was uh, called Lazaretto. Uh, it's off of his latest album. And uh, it's just Jack White. Uh, you know, he's been in the Rack Contours, uh, the White Stripes, um, maybe one other band i'm not sure i don't remember uh but he's just uh yeah he's amazing and uh if you don't know much about jack white whatever you pick up by him uh it it will be unforgettable
1: (laughs) you might want to throw in one time taking me back it's a brand new single i think literally just came out a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. it rocks just like that last one yeah it's he does not does not disappoint
4: yeah
0: all right, before uh, Jack White, we heard Octavate. That's my band with uh, Sean Valley singing. Um, he brings that song to a level I never thought it could be. Um, so, yeah, tonight I'm going to play a couple of my different projects because uh, I got no Astro here tonight. So. Uh,
1: I love seeing your group grow. I love yeah. seeing hearing <laughs> it, hearing the new things,
0: loving it. Thank you. So, Octavate, that's with Sean Valley. That's a good one. Uh, My Wasteland, I love that song. It's a good one. Um, And then before that, um, Muse. So, I don't. Muse is the one. Muse and Jack White, both, I think, are. When you look at all the blocks that we're going to play, they're the ones that um, don't really conform to, like, the. um, the metric uh, in what we were trying to accomplish here, like because the indie, Muse the indie Creed, you might say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Muse, Muse is
1: about as big as you get in Europe. Yeah, if you can ever imagine they'll sell out arenas and mm-hmm. stadiums, and over Wembley Stadium they'll sell it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. They come here, they'll sell out arenas, but they usually will have to merge with Thirty Seconds to Mars. I think the last time I saw them, oh. it was Thirty Seconds to Mars and Muse to, in order to get the crowd going. Really, it's still an amazing show. Yeah, I've never like Muse is up there in the top five. Live bands you can think of. Yeah. They're just insane. And that new song that they, just, that they just played, Won't Stand Back, Won't Stand Down. Won't Stand Down. That is Muse getting back to their glory. Yeah. Of hysteria, of rocking a stadium rock out from of there yeah. instead of that experimental music of simulation theory and drones over the last couple albums.
0: Oh, is that what they is did? This is
1: them absolutely rocking again. Yeah. I can't wait to see that live. I can't wait to see that in Arena. Yeah and be headbanging as soon as that, as soon as that song goes on it's meant to be played live
0: yeah that's cool uh yeah that was a good tune um so from muse uh it's not 100% in in my wheelhouse but when I hear it I'm like hmm kind of sounds like muse cuz they do like the they they sound like they have um synth a lot of synth in there
1: it's it's interesting cuz depending on what stage you're in the earlier is more rock mm mm-hmm. mhm you, ne- you never know what Matt Bellamy is going to write about because his thoughts are so outworldly, literally. Yeah. Yeah. But the music in itself, guitar-based. And yeah. sometimes, much like other bands, they'll go into synth bass. but it's, there's always some nasty guitar, yeah. bass, and drum. It's just, just the three of them. Yeah. What the three of them can end up doing is amazing.
0: What did I see uh, on, I don't know if it was a video, but they were playing on an iPad? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Almost like an iPad. I don't know the video that you're talking about. No. Yeah. I do know it's some strange bass guitar Yeah, that he has that makes that funky sound.
0: Yeah. They, he was he was playing a device. It was not an instrument. He was playing a device.
1: Do not know that one. I have to <laughs> yeah. see it. I have to see it.
0: Yeah, we got to check it out. Uh, so, yeah, we heard Muse, Octavate, and Jack White. Good start. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, Muse and Jack White. Probably the biggest acts we'll play tonight. Um, But let's jump into one, uh, another one that uh, Keith introduced me to, and I actually love it. Here we go.
5: All I need is the ace of spades, the ace of spades. The Aces The Aces Bates! You know I'm gonna lose! The gamble is for fools! But that's the way I like it, baby! I don't wanna live.
0: There you go. That's parts per million with placebo. Uh, before that, we heard Ace of Speeds by our very own Eddie Dyer. And before that, Wolf Alice Smile. So why don't we start with Wolf Alice? Tell us about Wolf Alice.
1: One of the most amazing shows i ever been to. Mm-hmm. About three or four weeks ago at the road... Not the roadrunner. i got to figure out the name of the place. But either way, mm-hmm. really small place. There are probably... When Wolf Alice plays in Europe, they're an arena band, Mm. so they will sell out tours, they will sell out festivals, they'll be the main headliners, or in the second stage of Glastonbury, you Mm. might say. Yeah. So they're pretty big, and I was excited to see them here, and what I was not disappointed. Yeah. When they took the stage, they opened with Smile. There. Yeah. And it is a band of not many people know about them. There is Ellie Roswell, who is a singer. There is. Joff Odie, I believe, is the guitarist, and mm-hmm. those two started out as an acoustic, as an acoustic duo. Yeah, playing folk music
0: in London or in in England, anyway.
1: In England, Josh Odie, that was his name, and then Theo Ellis. They had, and then they were like they wanted to get in London. Then they wanted to go rock, mm-hmm. so they decided to add a bassist, Theo Ellis, and then the drummer, uh, Joel Ami, I believe his name is. And when they get together, it's just you don't know what's coming. Mm. The song you just heard, "Smile," rocks above all else. Mm-hmm. But then you might there's another song that is a power ballad that Aerosmith could play. Yeah. Or as people would say, you don't know what it's going to sound like, but it sounds like something you knew. Yeah. It sounds like there's one song that breaks in. and sounds a little bit of the Beatles. There's another song that sounds a little bit Billy Ellish. Yeah. It's a little bit of everything, but they make it their own and they make it better. You yeah. might say. Yeah. So, you, when the song goes on, is that Wolf Owls? Yeah. yes and then another song on that can't be Wolf House yeah but it is <laughs> it really is yeah. and I was just feel lucky that I was able to see them in such a small place
0: where'd you see them oh the Roadrunner or something where, what, where is it in like Somerville
1: it was right next to in Boston University now oh I'm okay. sound nice yeah but it was a nice place
0: yeah so they'll Probably never come back and play a small place like that. <laughs> never
1: again, because they, they really have gone bad, for at least for me, because they're about yeah. to open for Harry Styles, the boy band guy. Yeah. So they're about to go open for them, going to be in arenas and in stadiums. Mm-hmm. They're going to get popular now. Yeah. All based on a boy band who I will never go see. But yeah. I was talking to my wife. I'm like, I would love to go. Like They're going to be playing in Europe with Harry Styles in the yeah. summer. And I was like, I would love to go to see my family in the Czech Republic and we go see them.
4: Oh yeah. And I was
1: like, I would go see Wolf Alice for the first half. Yeah. Then I would leave. <laughs> yeah. And then some people would come to see Harry Styles and yeah. leave during Wolf Alice. But either way, Wolf Alice would blow them out of the water.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. They definitely very powerful sound. Uh, that there's a breakdown in that song um, where just the bass came in mm-hmm. and it was like heavily, heavily fuzzed out. I mean Lots of distortion remind me of some what Beastie Boys do Very much. a lot, you know. Uh, but it was a, a little more and I was like, "Wow!" I mean, that was pretty cool.
1: It's like everything they play, as I said before, sounds like something you've heard before, yeah. and they don't hide from it. Yeah. There is no Wolf Alice sound. Yeah, it's just a blend of everything. Yeah. So you could say you might. Well, not, her
0: voice might... is is pretty normal. I mean, not normal. Normalized. I mean, normal. she doesn't change. She doesn't change her voice for different songs.
1: Like there's nothing spectacular about the lyrics yeah there's nothing crazy about what it about her voice yeah. but the band together yeah just yeah. makes great music and that to me is more important than yeah the other stuff
0: yeah totally agree that's awesome yeah will fallis uh great band great song smile uh after that we heard eddie dyer our own eddie dyer doing ace of spades i was looking through the uh the local um directory in here and and i see uh dyer holiday and then i saw eddie dyer ace of spades what so yeah there you go eddie dyer doing motorhead love it uh the man is great and you can hear him on double click radio on sundays from 12 to 2 p.m uh so if you press rewind right now you could probably get back to 12 o'clock in about 30 minutes and listen uh after Eddie Dyer, we heard Parts Per Million. So Parts Per Million is a local band which you may know. They're probably one of the biggest, uh, most explosive bands coming out of Boston right now. Um, and that song I just played, uh, "Placebo." So that's actually an old song released in uh, 2019, but they just redid. They just released a video of it just last week. So, um, and they don't usually do that. Usually they come out with new songs, new videos. But um, for this one, they dug deep, um, great song. um, And uh, their videos are always um, very meaningful and thoughtful. um, And they many times uh, talk about, uh, or uh, I guess emulate um, some social themes. Uh, so in this particular one, uh, it was gun violence. Uh, so if you go uh, Google uh, Parse Permillion Placebo, check out the new video. Um, they use Revelry Studios, who is a great uh, studio. They were actually nominated for Best Video a few years ago, too. So they put their heart and soul into everything they do around their music, whether it's the, the sound. They have Kevin Billingsley um, out in Maine who does their... Um, uh, production and he's ridiculous. Um, they do um, incredible videos. Uh, they're playing. Uh, th- they they play shows locally, festivals. Um, just a great band, great group of guys too. So um, yeah, that's Parts Per Million and Placebo. So uh, yeah, what do you think of Parts Per Million? Pretty cool, huh? It was pretty nice. Yeah, it was pretty
1: nice. I got to look forward to seeing them.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got to go. Can't wait. wait. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, that was the three. I'm going to start this next one out. So this these next three are, um, one is local, uh, two are local, and another one is not local. I don't know where Amigo the Devil is from. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> two out of the three bands here were, um, uh, I, I was turned on to by my Uh, my brother-in-law, and he uh, is another guy who, like you, who somehow finds these bands that nobody knows about, Uh, and then all of a sudden, a few months later, someone has discovered them, and now they're like being talked about. It's like a golden
1: nugget just waiting to be discovered.
0: Yeah, so uh, Josh found a couple of these guys, and uh, let's... Start off with Amigo the Devil. Listen to the lyrics.
6: Give or take a few dudes from the bar Take them home with me This night Is gonna end horribly for someone, the tick is just talking away. I don't understand what it's trying to say. I think it says, oh, drive my car like I stole it. Drink at the bar like I own it. And every dime spent is worth looking good. And that's Hollywood And you know that she would I am the sun of an asshole a drinker far too drunk to stay awake at his funeral but that's alright cause I left Milwaukee behind for this refreshing town with this refreshing meat meet me down by the bar we'll go and take this drink out to the stars
0: It's Prosty, and I want to take a minute to tell you about our sponsor, the West Dover Inn. Uh, It's a great inn located in Deerfield Valley of the Green Mountain National Forest. So you know the surrounding area. It's some of the best around. They're just two miles from the base of Mount Snow, so it's super convenient. And it's centrally located from all the attractions in southern Vermont. So the inn has 12 gorgeous updated rooms, each with a private bath. Uh, which is very important. You do not want to be sharing a bathroom with some weirdo. Uh, Sounds great, right? Uh, It gets better. The inn has inside of it the 1846 Tavern, which boasts a ridiculously delicious menu with a rotating craft beer and cocktail menu as well. So when you're planning your next trip up north to the west, uh, up north, check out the Westover Inn. You can check them out on... Uh, www.westdoverinn.com So, uh, Brenna and I's uh, 20th anniversary is coming up. Guess where we're going for our 20th anniversary?
1: Where are you going?
0: The West Dover Inn perfect (laughs) isn't that awesome it's
1: going to be beautiful
0: yes we are absolutely going uh and i've been i've been talking to astro about this since we got this sponsor because obviously we look them up and see you know what they look like check out the menu check out the rooms and see if it's legit yeah this place is legit it's legit yeah it's awesome she's gonna be loving it she Uh, is uh so i'm very excited about uh
1: you're not gonna go cheap on you
0: no, I can't. I mean it's twentieth anniversary, 20, it's big, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Treat so. her well. Had to bring her at least out of state, you know? Definitely. So, out of state. And Vermont's beautiful. And so. they're
1: gonna treat you well, I guarantee it.
0: I hope so. Yeah. Uh all right. So uh we started off this break with Amigo the Devil. So that um,
1: Dahmer song was dark.
0: Yes. Uh the name of that song is Dahmer Does Hollywood. So that's a song about Um, From Dahmer's perspective of losing, uh, leaving Minnesota and going to Hollywood to continue killing young boys.
1: I I couldn't get it out of my head. As I'm listening to it, it was so dark, but it gave me thoughts of U2 exit where they're playing. They're Mm. doing the thought of a killer. Or in the indie route that we're going around here, Phoebe Bridges does Mm. a song called The Killer. Mm. Where this girl ends up playing the killer on the radio, saying, "What would I do if I'm sleeping next to this killer?" and blah. Mm-hmm. I don't have the lyrics right in front of me, but either way, it just brought it right back that this dark material can also create great music.
0: Totally, yeah. This one, uh, give or take a few dudes from the bar, take them home with me this night is going to end horribly for someone. <laughs> the guy is nuts. In uh, all his, the guy's nuts. Probably yes. is being eaten too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, all of his, uh, music is, is like this. Um, he has a song called, I hope your husband dies, uh, which is also a hilarious, uh, but, um, it's, it's hilarious when you think about it, but when you listen to it, it's good music. You know what I mean? It's It's not a joke.
1: (laughs) It's not a joke, but it is funny. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. It's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to process. But all of his stuff is like this. So when you listen to "Amigo the Devil," make sure you got headphones on. Make sure you don't have any distractions because you have to listen to every lyric.
1: So he's not no joke when it comes to his dark stuff. It's not no. like the Cure pretending to be dark half their career.
0: Exactly, and there sometimes they're just sad. <laughs> no, they're saying, happy. It's happy. It's Friday. <laughs> exactly. Yay. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, this guy brings another another dimension to dark and like. You know, I think about bands like Slayer, right, mm-hmm. who they're dark and heavy. Um, Amigo the Devil is dark and um, light. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> reggae version of death metal. No, you know.
0: that's not reggae. <laughs> that was stick figure. No, no Sorry about uh, the other one. Amigo no. was like the ukulele. Yeah. Or um, I think it was the ukulele. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah whatever the little mini guitar no because it
1: reminded me I said when the play was going on it sounded a little bit of Conor Oberst Bright Eyes mm. like the way the song goes in the vast catalog of his music
0: mm. so yeah yeah. so Amigo amigo, the Devil uh, definitely recommend listening to his stories I slapped myself
1: on the wrist for that mistake
0: <laughs> what for missing Him? yeah it's yeah. Uh, all wrong who knows yeah uh amigo i'm sorry uh bad marriage so bad marriage is a local band uh we heard diablo from them uh i chose that just after amigo the devil just because it matches (laughs) that's it uh but they're uh, an awesome uh local band and i believe either they are opening for tesla or they already did um, I just remember going to their website and checking them out and seeing this big thing that says we're with Tesla or something like that. So, um, yeah, that's they rock step. and they, they sound like a nineties rock band. Very much so. You know, they're very raw with the guitar and it's like, it's heavy bluesy, rocky, you know, it's definitely got its, its, um, uh, roots in rock. I mean, in, uh, in blues, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's bad marriage are pretty cool. And uh, after that was Stick Figure. So that's the reggae one. Mm -hmm. And um, so that guy uh, from Stick Figure, uh, his name is Scott Woodruff. So he's actually from Duxbury, Mass. And he moved to California in like 2012 or 2011, um, put a band together, and then released uh, the Stick Figure album. But Scott Woodruff is the the main guy in this, and, uh, you know, he has been getting a lot of success lately, um, nationally, in small venues. So hopefully, uh, you know, sometime soon they'll be opening for someone big, someone huge, and then they'll be touring on a. Is on that a bigger what most circuit. of the music sounds like? Reggae, yes, turn? yes. Very reggae, very, nice. uh, very ocean, you know, almost like Jack, uh, what's his name? They. Um, he did the Curious George thing. Jack Johnson? Jack Johnson, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, similar to that, but um, more band oriented and less uh, less surfer vo- voice. It, I mean, Jack is a acoustic guy, right? It's uh, an
1: acoustic surfer reggae, yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's Stick Figure, uh, great band. And, uh, you know, continue to have success and hopefully uh, it continues and gets bigger. Um, All right, so we are going to jump into another block of uh, a couple that Keith recommended for us uh, for some indie bands. So uh, enjoy. Welcome to Harmonic Headspace, music for your psyche. Let's do this! Hey, welcome back. This is Prosty, and I'm here with Keith from Jersey. What's going on? And uh, we are talking about indie bands, local bands, bands that made it on the back end of some weird shit uh yeah we're that's what we're talking about tonight
1: the good example was that snail mail
0: that, that was awesome
1: interesting what's her name Lindsay Jordan yeah. that was her snail mail mm-hmm. uh, I've been hearing such good things about her if you look at the top ten list you're mentioning every mm-hmm. time top ten list for indie groups snail mail was in the top five yeah with her with Luke Lucy Dacus, Japanese breakfast and a few other bands they're consistently up there mm-hmm. and she's just wonderful I think uh like she had a own personal story to last album that she had she was quasi successful getting there but then as most bands do she ended up getting into heroin i believe if i get that wrong i -hmm. apologize but she was getting into drugs went into rehab and then came up with this album that has just been storming Mm -hmm. the reviews rolling stone loved it Mm -hmm. metacritic it's just been a wonderful album to hear
0: yeah such cleanly done uh the the production in it um it just all the instruments were so pure sounding um i I really like the sound that uh that song i'm gonna definitely dive into uh dive into snail mail this week and and check out all i can
1: yeah but the best song out of that three was the smile song
0: yes yes
1: (laughs) that is insane Mm -hmm. and if everyone knows like the smile is basically radiohead doing punk rock it sounds
0: like yeah it's radio it's uh tom york jimmy greenwood uh, a the different...
1: producer, Nigel Greenwich, who's yep. been a radio producer for years, but a different mm-hmm. drummer. So if a different drummer makes a new band, go right ahead and call it The Smile. Yeah, totally. But either way, it was Radiohead and it rocked.
0: Yeah, it was like punk. It was awesome. And when I first when it opened, I was like, wow, Tom, you are, just grew some bigger ball sack. <laughs>
1: I, just, I remember, I think six months ago, I texted you a cover of yeah. The Smile, just no yep. song. Yep. Just saying, get ready, it's going to come. Yep. And then the album, or that song, came out this month. Yeah. And they, I think I was mentioning, I think I read somewhere that they had two or three sold out shows in London, Hmm. in arenas, for an album that has not yet even been out.
0: Right, you can only hear one song.
1: And they already sold out an arena for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Three days. Yeah. Well, I mean... Well, that's it's Radiohead. Just Jimmy Jimmy Greenwood and Tom York. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong there.
0: Yeah. That's the last show that we went to.
1: That was one of the best shows I ever went to.
0: Yes, me too. I remember getting the Goosebump thing.
1: We didn't <laughs> even have the best seats. We were no. We were up looking far away. Yeah. And we was still
0: but so good. it sounded great, even regardless of where we were sitting. And... They played. I remember looking like the next day at the set list, and you can go to like setlistcom and they have like pie charts of like all which album they come from. You know what I mean? It was like um, I think if they had eight albums, they played like exactly one point two five, you know, like percent of it was like exactly. Split between every single one of their albums. So they played a little bit of everything and they played every single song that I wanted to hear
1: No, one was disappointed. Yeah, the show.
0: what a great show and and uh, that was what three years ago, maybe or maybe even four, longer Yeah, it couldn't even be longer because when uh, my wife is upset at me for going without her and uh, So I'm like, okay the next time they come back You're coming yes and, and, and they have smile, not come back since nope
1: but it could be the smile next that's so who knows? okay
0: that's okay i i mean it's different because i there's a you know 30 songs i want to hear <laughs> from radiohead and their smiles not gonna play that like i uh, saw
1: them once in manchester that was really nice mm. radiohead and then this last show blew them away even that first yeah. one yeah
0: so such a great uh oh, we did a radiohead deep dive uh about six months ago you should listen to it. You can, uh, and everybody listening can get all of our uh, previous shows on Spotify. Um, and there's actually some other places you can get them. We're um, we're available on smart home devices through streaming partner uh, Live Six three, Live Three Sixty Five. Um, so you can get them on Amazon devices. You can enable the Live Sixty Five. Uh, live 365 skill. Um, you can uh, play it right here on radio, radio com for live and on the website, it'll tell you all the different places. But I listen to our shows afterwards on Spotify. So you should check out the Radiohead Deep Dive because we start at the beginning of their career, which they, um, you know, Pablo Honey, they hated that album. Um, and they, they were, rightfully
1: so should. Yeah,
0: that's, that's what Astro said <laughs> there's two songs on that album that i love yes uh but and i don't think the rest of the album is horrible um it's just the it's just worst. not
1: the brilliance of radiohead that it is yet to come Correct. it's like it's a seed and it's yeah it's yeah. gonna grow but yeah there's a couple throwouts there but yeah. who knows but the yeah. two that hit are pretty damn good
0: yeah yeah so um yeah check out our check out that um podcast is pretty good so uh that was the smile and then the last one we heard was deer tick um deer tick is a band from providence rhode island um this that's their sound and like it's it's a very indie sound you know it's like um it's like folky rock and that's kind of what you think of with indie folky rock even though that's not really what it should be indie is independent artists or you know not signed and you got um, small indie label, something yeah it, but they don't have to have that sound but still when i think of indie i think you know i think some people even think of the, um indie as a genre where it's like folky rock and i don't agree with that
1: a lot of it seems to be leaning towards a singer songwriter mm-hmm. a lot more lately yeah it seems that the indie quote label of yeah. what it's of what it been but yeah i don't know like i mentioned before phoebe Burge is known as the queen of indie And uh, I go to a show for her, my wife and I, go to a show here in Boston. It was um, Pavilion, Mm -hmm. I think the Leader Bank Pavilion. Mm -hmm. It was probably the only concert I ever went to. I didn't have to wait in line for a beer. Because everyone in there was college or younger. Uh. And you go look around, that's where the indie music was heading. It's these singer-songwriters that are up there pulling to the hearts of these younger kids. Mm. But it's still... Yeah. A hint of Joan Baez from the 70s or the 60s. Mm-hmm. So the singer-songwriter seems to be hitting yeah. lately. I just wish some of it is a little more rocky at yeah. some points. Yeah. But we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Makes total sense. So Deer Tick, um, but that's their sound. You know, they're like, they're folky. Um, they get a little funky sometimes. They get weird. Sometimes there's a song called The Bump. Uh, that uh, my my buddies from home would all listen to when we're around drinking and sing it together. It's one of those... It's like a. It's like a folk anthem, if you believe it or not. It's it's kind of hard to. It's called the bump. Like, it's called the bump. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's a very cool song, especially when you're drinking with your buddies. Uh, and toasting—it's—it's it's pretty cool. But yeah, that's Deer Tick from Providence, Rhode Island. Another um, yet to be huge local band. Uh, so let's jump into some bands that um, were once small but became big. <laughs>
7: making pies Put a little something in our lemonade And take it with us We're half awake In a fake empire We're half awake In a fake empire Tiptoe through our Shiny city With our diamond slippers on do our gay belly and Bluebirds on our shoulders We're half awake in a fake empire We're half awake in a fake empire
3: Thank
0: That's Big Thief. Before that, we heard Major Moment, and we leaded this one off with The National. Uh, This is Prosty. Right here is Keith from Jersey. Hey. Special guest tonight, bringing us all of our new music. Uh, Almost every song here we're playing tonight weren't even in the system uh, a lot of great new stuff and great new infight, uh, insights from Keith. Awesome. Oh, that
1: Big Thief is incredible.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's like folky, but with heavy, heavy guitar. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was from their second album, that song, not. And they're from the Berklee School of Music, all yeah. four are members of the band. So they're pretty technical when it gets to things. Mm. But their newest, their third album, I think it's Spud Infinity, something like that. Mm. They've been slowly releasing track after track, and they're up to like seven or eight tracks. The last one, Time Escaping. Released last week, which is pretty nice. Mm. For anyone knowing, they're going to be at the Roadrunner, a new place in Boston. Nice. I think in April, mid-April sometime. Nice. Hoping to catch up with them there.
0: Yeah. So you're saying they they release uh, song after song, like one song at a time. But it, have, it
1: seems that way on Spotify. You get, a, yeah. hey, a new song from Big Thief. I'm like, okay. And then three weeks later, another new song. And you're like, yeah. it's, it's just building up. Instead so, but of, they don't
0: have an, a full album yet. Not from just this last release. I think
1: they're up to nine.
0: Yeah. That's really interesting because um, different bands are doing things different ways. Um, You know, I've seen, you know, one or two releases and then the album come. Mm -hmm. Um, I see whole album come and releases are just promoted. Uh, And now here's a new one where they're releasing, you know, multiple releases without the album. It seems to be that way. Yeah, that's cool. Um, That's the way I did it. Uh, with my first album with uh, Jack Prost Band one song after the other but I did it that way just because it was my first album and I just wanted to get stuff out there you know as soon as possible and I I don't really have a, a fan base like anything like these people so it's not like people are like really waiting for me to be released and stuff you know but <laughs> i
1: look at it, when these guys do it i really think of it like okay i'm getting ready to tour so let yeah. me get some tickets out and by slowly releasing the music they're able to get ticket sales out ahead of the full album being released so maybe that yeah. was just not done i yeah. don't know yeah it could either be. way i'm still looking forward to the whole thing If yeah. whenever it's done
0: yeah yeah that's actually what it could be i mean if they want to release a a 10 song album and they've had eight done for a year, but the last two are just taking forever. It's like, all right, well let's just fuck watch, it.
1: watch the albums done. I didn't even realize it. It's just yeah. a new album coming up like a fourth album.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, e- either way, I mean, there's so many different ways to, to release music. And, um, I, you know, that's, it's interesting if that's the way they're doing it.
1: I've been trying to sell you on the first group that you played the national for years. Yeah, I've been trying to get you into them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just like they're not your thing. Too slow. It can be
1: if you listen to it, but I've been I've been listening to Nashville now for years, and yeah. it's one of those things where I heard a song, I saw them live on TV, I think in Glastonbury. Yeah, like, and I was like, okay, damn, that was pretty fun to yeah. see. And then I started of listening to music, and every song I liked more. But every time the first, so it makes sense. Every time someone listens to them for the first time, either they love them or they hate them. Yeah. But then most of the people that ended up hating them at first end up loving them at the end. Yeah, I know yeah. so many people that have done that. Yeah, but they kind of crossed drank the Kool Aid as well because they, as far as an indie band goes, they did it the right way. What in 2006? I think they started in their 30s, and they were in advertising Google or whatever it is, and they mm-hmm. decided just hey let's form a band. Mm-hmm. Two sets of brothers, two identical. I think the i for mispronouncing them. Are the bassists and the drums and then the dressner brothers
4: mm-hmm.
1: but what i was telling you before is one of the dressner brothers is the producer for taylor swift these days mm. and is picking up grammys so they're not going to be that indie mm. anymore yeah where the other identical brother does classical music in france and gets nationally known for his classical music yeah and then you have matt Beringer, the bass or the baritone singing mm-hmm. who just has really witty lines that mm-hmm. i just really Find interesting every time I hear it, but every album has progressively grown. But more importantly, is live is where they're at. Mm. Live is where they have to be. You have to see them to get the true essence of what the National is. Really, you really. I've seen them two or three times, and it's been wonderful each time. Yeah, it's just an experience. Gets in the stage crowd, gets involved. Usually, the people that go there absolutely love them. Mm -hmm. So it's an experience to go to.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, And they were around for a long time before they started kind of getting uh, I don't want to say like commercial success but uh, like you said this uh, some of these guys are producing for Taylor Swift m- winning awards for producing orchestra type music yeah. right I mean and
1: Grammys for the Taylor Swift stuff whatever it yeah. is is that
0: And for the longest time they were just like an indie band who went with a cult following
1: with the coal filing yeah. and it started it's since small 2004 2005 mm-hmm. somewhere around there i yep. didn't hear about them until about four or five years ago yeah it's not like i grew up with them in any way yeah it's just one of those things you discover and you look at and then when you play a song and then they automatically spotify will bring or some other thing will bring you to another song mm-hmm. and you're like damn i like that yeah and then another one yeah like damn i like that mm-hmm. and it just ends up working that way
0: yeah that's cool um so yeah, that was major moment. Uh, that was nat- the national, um, and then in between, we heard a major moment may leave scars. So uh, major moment is another huge, huge Boston band. They won the best new artist uh, in Boston in uh, 2019 for the New England Music Awards, um, which is a pretty big deal in this part of the country for music. Um, and Andre and Sasha came in a couple, uh, yeah a couple months ago, um, sat with us. We dug deep into their music and to their approach to writing and playing music, recording it. Um, and they're actually from Russia. They came here a few years back um, and with uh, writing a lot of their stuff in Russian. Um, they, most of their stuff is in English now, but they, they also go back and write it in Russian too. Uh, and it was really interesting to get the takes on the differences between, um, the lyrics in Russian and, and what Russians, um, expect how they expect it to be produced. Like they want it very vocal heavy, um, loud vocals, Where in you know this part of the world, it's not so much like that. You know, people want a good mix of all the different instruments. And um, Andre and Sasha were just a great, uh, great uh, couple co-hosts, and uh, they're the nicest people ever. I mean, and that's something else. uh, You know, I said that about Parts Per Million too, about how awesome the guys are. Whenever we bring in local acts, they um, they they're so positive. Um, they talk about the other bands in the area with a positive light. It's like, it, you, you know, I remember um, hearing about the rap before where everyone was against each other because all, there's got to be one best, right? And there was, like, fights between them. And, um, you know, even back uh, back in the day where, um, uh, well, actually, there's a, there's a um, comparison that, that's similar for grunge back in seattle where all the bands are all friends they all that's wanted the closer, that movement. that's the closer
1: correlation is what happened yeah. with grunge is yeah. that they all were for each other Soundgarden, yeah. and alice in chains and the yeah. rest of them mother love bone they were all together yeah and they're fighting for each other mm. the indie groups today are the exact same way yeah and boston
0: they, is a great microcosm of that these uh, the people that i bring in know other people and they're like oh you should ask this band to come in they'll love it you know and like um, you know, friends with them on Facebook, you see them all talking, and uh, it's a really great thing that's happening right now in the at least in the Boston area where these bands are starting to gain gain some traction, get successful. COVID hopefully breaks, and we can have some good big shows. And yeah, something's happening,
1: and it makes the live shows more wonderful because they yeah. all they tour with each other they mm-hmm. jump on stage with each other yeah. and it's like a sing-along half the time when you see these <laughs> indie bands playing with each other but they do it together and they fight for each other it's really cool to see
0: yeah yeah so yep in the middle of there was a major moment uh may leave scars uh they have a couple albums uh if you like that music um it's uh, you know we were trying to Put a, a label to it when they came in, but we couldn't. There is no label, but it's like it's rocky, synthy heavy, very vocal, um, with a twang
1: of Russian. Yeah, <laughs> it just, yeah. It's what yeah. you would expect from it's, a Russian group, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're awesome though. They're they're great. Um, so that was uh, the national major moment and Big Thief. Um, let's jump into some Bright Eyes.
8: Settle for a few brief moments And watch it all dissolve into a single second try to write it down into a perfect song A one foolish line. Cause that's all that you get So you'll have to exhale Her scene was just a mirror Spent her whole life sweating in an endless fever Now laying in a bathtub full of freezing water Wishing you were a ghost But once you knew a girl and you named her lover Danced with her in kitchens through the greenest summer Autumn came, she disappeared, you can't remember But she said she was going to But she know. She's gone cause she left you together on a bed of clover left there to sleep left there to dream of their happiness
0: All right, we got some technical difficulties there. The song doesn't want to play. But we just heard number nine, The Forgotten Closet. It's a weird one, right? I love it. Different.
1: It was very different.
0: Anything that it reminds you of?
1: Well, to put me on a spot like that, I have to listen back to my 90s. No. Uh, 90s? no.
0: no 90s? I... Like, I don't know what it is. No,
1: I don't know what it is. And I'm just trying on the spot. I just mm-hmm. like it a lot.
0: Nice. Thank you. Um, all right, so we did hear uh, a perfect sonnet, and we heard uh, bright eyes. Oh, yeah, that was bright that eyes. That was bright eyes. Perfect, yeah. perfect sonnet. Yeah. Um,
1: that in itself is kind of funny because Connor Obris from is basically bright eyes, and I was asking, I was asking you before, I was like, who's probably the greatest bass player that you know of in the last 20, 30 years, and you said. Flee, and that's who's playing bass on that album, which yeah. is just horrifyingly awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, do you know where they're from?
1: I, uh, Wisconsin, somewhere in the Midwest. Okay. It could be it could be Oklahoma, Kansas, somewhere in the Midwest, somewhere I probably never heard of. Mm-hmm. But I know I heard of them because of Six Degrees of Separation in music, you might say. Okay. The National I was listening to, and then the National had when the National Matt Barringer of the National had a solo solo album and there was a song walking on a string and Phoebe Bridges was singing on that I'm like who's that voice so I got into Phoebe Bridges Mm -hmm. and then Phoebe Bridges is in a group called Better Oblivion Community Center we are named for an awesome band which is her and Connor Obers which got me into Bright Eyes yeah which is it's just pretty funny how one leads to another pretty quickly
0: yeah Um, did we play Big Thief or is that the one we couldn't get
1: Big Thief we did that was the not so they're yeah. at Berkeley School of Music.
0: Yeah. Oh, got it, got it. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, some strange ones.
1: Different. I think yeah. the commonality of a lot of the indie music is that whether some of them don't have very good voices. So, yeah. And it doesn't
0: matter. No, there was one of them that was like, off key a little bit, but I, I liked it anyway. I mean, you don't have to be on key. I mean,
1: that was Big Thief was off key. Yeah, you might say, but it's okay. It's yeah. it doesn't have to. What was it? Dylan didn't have the best voice in the entire world. Not that yeah. any of these people are Dylan. Right. Right. But they didn't have the best. Joan Baez might not have had the best voice for mm. some. Who knows? But either way, the music was still pretty good.
0: Yeah. Totally. Uh, all right. I am going to jump into one more quick break. Uh, and play yeah we're going to play some songs we're going to sneak some weird ones in for you There we go. That was War on Exe- War on Alexandria, California. Uh, before that, we heard Analog Heart, not good enough. A couple of local bands. Um, so yeah, like the of all the songs I played tonight that Keith didn't know, War on Alexandria was, was the one that he seemed most interested in. It was wonderful. Liked uh, it. Is that it? Is that true?
1: It seemed to be. Yeah. That seemed to be the winner. I think out of everything tonight. Yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, Good, so you learned some stuff too. Very much so. Parts Per Million, War on Alexandria, Major Moment, Number Nine.
1: Always willing to listen to new things. That's the important part.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, And you're right. It does uh, sound kind of Evanescence-ish.
1: It was Evanescence-ish. But as most of the bands that we played before, they're built on some base. Music builds on each other. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with saying you sound like something as long as you take it yourself and build on it. I totally agree. And that's what they did.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's funny. That's a, that's a big conversation um, with musicians when you talk to musicians. Uh, so there's one take where people are just—they don't want to sound like any other band. They don't want you to say they sound like any other band. It's an insult if they sound like any other band because they need to be so 100% unique and. So not like anything else.
1: I would argue that's not even possible.
0: <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. And like, but I'm the other end of the spectrum where some people would be like, oh, you're a fraud then. Because like I listen to bands and I get I get into a kick, right? And then my my whole being starts playing that sound in my head and, and like my or just around my life. Like, if I I dive into Radiohead, um, I'm just in a completely different mood and approaching problems different ways. You know, it's like when I get into a kick, my whole being gets into that kick. And then, you know, I go down to the studio and I write music, it comes out. And um, I'm okay with that. You know, like, I'm okay with writing a song that someone tells me sounds like Tool because probably I was in a tool kick for like three months at that time. And you know, thanks as long as I'm not trying to rip them off.
1: You're not playing the same songs they're doing. Yeah, You don't need to pay them for it, but yeah. you need to honor them for what you did.
0: Yeah. Influence is, is fine. It's, you, you gotta, you have to be okay with saying, okay, yeah, maybe that does sound like them, but it was just an influence. I wasn't trying to copy them. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I think that's, you know, probably true with most bands but i just think it's funny when some of them are like oh i I don't sound like any other band there is i i don't i only listen to my stuff and play my stuff and everything else is different you know like i just don't believe that
1: there's only been a very few times you would think that that's actually happened where a band has just been so original it just blew up everything what the beatles yeah just blew up everything guns and roses at one point just mm-hmm. blew up everything
0: rage against the machine
1: you could say but oh it just God. sounded so different from anything else that was there at the time it yeah. just changed yeah and that's very 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 rare but even yeah. guns N' roses would say they were built on some form of hair bands that uh, just yeah. took to another level
0: yeah or even led zeppelin you know exactly yeah you know uh, there's a, a meme that goes around on facebook every once in a while uh, and it's... Uh, oh, God. I, f- I forget how it goes. I just had it. I lost it. Um, what were the... What was the conversation just a second ago?
1: Well, you mentioned Led Zeppelin at the last part about emulating bands. about. Bands oh, I remember started, now. Like Thank you. Ones.
0: So the meme was, uh, what band blew your mind the most when you first heard them? My answer was Rage Against the Machine because... It was so different than anything I'd heard before, you know, like it brought the rap and screaming into such great, awesome, hard rock alternative. And it was like that nothing else was anything. They, they blew my mind the most when I heard them. That like, was your connection. Yeah. What about your- yours? What blew your mind the most when you heard it? It's you? either
1: Guns N' Roses or Nirvana. It was either team, it was uh, either Nirvana or Guns N' Roses, Guns yeah. and Roses. One or the other. Yeah. Either way, it just blew my mind when I heard of like that's you know you almost have to turn it down like should I be listening to that? <laughs> like is Guns yeah. N' Roses like really and like yeah. shit that's cool? Mm. <laughs> like then you just turn it up louder and louder so yeah. that worked like that just. That got me when yeah. it first came. So
0: Yeah, those are good ones.
1: You can still, you know, you can still listen to Guns N' Roses and indie bands at the same time.
0: Yep. I totally agree. Yep. Yeah, whatever makes that connection. All right. So that was our new indie strange cult following show
1: yeah, smorg- whatever you want to say. It, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. it was fun. Thank you very yes. much.
0: Thanks for coming. You were awesome, man. You had so much, uh, so many facts that I didn't uh, realize you knew. Like, let's,
1: just, who- let's just hope most of those facts are true. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: right. Uh, Astro says the same thing. He <laughs> might be bullshitting, but hopefully no who one calls it him it on sounds it. sounds All good. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. So uh, thank you for joining Harmonic Headspace this week. Hopefully we were the icing to the cake. That is your weekend. We'll see you next Sunday night at 7. See you later.